Welcome to the First Responder to Rich's Remo Show, the podcast dedicated to helping first responders earn additional income and create lasting wealth through real estate. Each week, we'll break down complex concepts, debunk myths, and interview a variety of industry leaders to help you thrive beyond your professional calling. And now here's your host, top producing mortgage broker, real estate investor, and fellow first responder, Scott Sarai. All right, welcome to the podcast. Pumped to kick this journey off with you. And I'm super excited to have a special co-host in the studio today, to help me introduce myself and the podcast. This is our first episode with so many great episodes to come. This episode is focused on my why and a little behind the scenes look at who I am. Each episode will be tailored to a specific topic or niche inside the real estate and mortgage worlds with some really exciting guests to come. I hope you enjoy all the information provided to you by this podcast. So without further ado, I wanna introduce this person She has been my number one fan, my best friend, the single most influential person in my business and personal life. She has been with me through thick and thin. She has always encouraged me to be better and do better. Without her, I would have never achieved the success I have. Ladies and gentlemen, making her podcast debut, my best friend, my wife, Miss Angela Sarai. Wow, what an intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, Ange. I'm glad I can convince you to help me do this. Well, convince is an understatement, but in all serious, I'm very honored you wanted me to be the first person on your podcast. Although I figured you wouldn't have asked me since you said I intimidate you. You can be bossy at times. I know when I showed you the, the concept behind this podcast, you made me rewrite it about 10 times. So uh, this is the finished product, I guess. So I know from experience what it's like to be on a podcast. It may be daunting, but my question for you is, did you actually want to be on this podcast? Honest answer? Yeah, I want the honest answer. No, not really. I'm camera shy, even though I'm not on camera. Well, little did you know that this is being recorded for video. So, Ange, did you ever think in a million years that I would become a mortgage broker? I mean, I'm not surprised to say that you definitely have been a numbers man since I met you so when you sparked that interest in doing it I I wasn't shocked I mean I do love a good spreadsheet (laughs) okay so we're in the studio we got the big headsets on we even have our dog Gerald hanging out for the recording let's get into it and I'm gonna make all your weather broadcasting dreams come true I'm going to actually hand the reins over to you on this one. And I'm going to let you ask all the important questions. Okay, well, we have a southerly wind coming in from the east. (laughs) I think the best intro question is to tell everyone a little bit about who you are. I mean, I can do this for you. However, my version may be a little bit different than yours. For sure. People definitely have to know who I am uh, if they're going to tune in every week. So let's see how fast and informative I can do this. Uh, Born and raised in the lower mainland BC. I'm a third generation first responder. My parents were both firefighters and nurse and a large part of my family are first responders. Uh, There's four nurses, three firefighters, two doctors and a cop. Uh, I've been a mortgage broker for the past four years. We are active real, real estate investors. We are up to five doors now. 
been married to my amazing wife and co-host today for almost 10 years. And we are expecting our first baby end of November this year. I think you left out the part that your motivation and drive are some of your number one qualities, Mr. Sarai. This is true. Um, but the next important question we should be asking is why did you become a mortgage broker after becoming a firefighter for so many years? As I said, I mean, I always thought that if you weren't a firefighter, that you would end up being an accountant or a financial advisor of some sort. Because as long as I can remember, you've been showing me things in spreadsheet format since day one. Yeah, funny you should say that because prior to being a mortgage broker and a firefighter, or I should say prior to being a firefighter, I did do a diploma program at Douglas College for accounting and economics. So business was kind of always um, in the background, but I've always had a love and I mean an absolute love for spreadsheets and I've always been strong uh, with math and numbers uh, that along with a, a genuine desire to want to help people, brokering seemed to be a natural fit. Uh, what accelerated the decision and really gave me that kick in the ass to get licensed would have to have been my own real estate journey and what turned into our journey. So quickly to summarize it, um, let's say three fixed rate mortgages, three mortgage penalties later, thousands of dollars out of pocket and zero, zero strategy uh, and tactics spoken between myself and my banker. I started to see the light that there has to be more uh, to this experience. Uh, our fourth mortgage happened to be with the mortgage broker where there were strategy and tactics involved, a variable rate mortgage at the time. And I realized that there's more uh, to mortgages than just being given that five-year fix from your bank. So now that everybody knows that you're a mortgage broker and a firefighter, how do you balance being both? That's a great question. So I never shared with people that I was both a mortgage broker and firefighter because a lot of people don't understand the nature of first responder shift work and, and how that works. But um, now that it's out in the open that I am a firefighter and a mortgage broker, I think um, how I balance both of these is that I'm relentless with my time management. So I live and die by my Google calendar and I make sure that everything in my life that needs to get done both personally and professionally, it goes in the calendar. And then I just add events and commitments around the non-negotiables. Secondly, it was really important to surround myself with a team that I could rely on. So um, from, from day one, I knew that building the team and seeking experience help was uh, crucial. So uh, having that team support me behind the scenes has been a, been a big part of my success. So a big shout out to the team at SGS Mortgages. Including myself. Including my wife, Angela. Yeah, that's right. I think everyone listening would love to know what sparked the interest in running this podcast and why you decided to do it now. Fair question. So I've been brokering, like I said, for the past four years. I've literally had, I don't know, hundreds, if not thousands of conversations with, with clients outside of the first responder world. And then a lot of first responders, especially in my profession, at work, uh, around the coffee table, you know, on the truck at, at calls at charitable events, off the job at social gatherings around real estate. And they're all great conversations. And I know from having a conversation with a client or a fellow first responder, others have that same question. Uh, there's a huge educational gap in the marketplace between owning a home and knowing what the right mortgage is for you and your family. So to answer your question, 
Um, first responders are my people. I just understand the struggles, the pain points, the common things amongst the professions around real estate and how a lot of professions are working towards that end date for retirement to, to collect their pension. So I just wanted to leverage myself and increase my reach with first responders across the country and try to really close that educational gap. And let's face it, in the lower mainland here in BC and back east in the GTA, houses are expensive. I know a lot of firefighters, nurses, cops, and everyone else commute into their respective departments. So why not tap into everyone's commute time and have an inform informative podcast to listen to? I mean, I've been really impressed with listening to you on your calls with clients and industry colleagues, and I feel like I've learned a lot. And I can see that the people that you talk to also feel the same way. Okay, so you've told us why you wanted to start the podcast, but it would be great to know where you plan to take your listeners over the course of your episodes. I've been really excited about this. I've been formulating the, the framework for this podcast for a couple of months now, just trying to fit it in when I had some downtime. And like we're going to start off light. So the first episode, you kind of get to see or hear from me, get to know me behind the scenes, what it's like uh, for me. And then we're going to start off light. We're going to go into the investing basics. So a lot of people talk acronyms in the industry, ROI, appreciation, leverage, investment, Smith Maneuver. Not everyone knows what that means. So I'm really going to break it down to fundamentals and like simplify everything so you understand the basics. And then we're going to get into it. We're going to talk strategies and tactics, uh, what they're, what, what, how you can use them and what you can do with them. And then we're going to go deep. We're going to get into the analytics and case studies uh, around investing, around real estate in general, around mortgages, look at some potential case studies along uh, with having industry-specific professionals come onto the show and talk about their niches. So uh, it could be advisors, um, realtors, appraisers. I have an underwriter lined up from Scotiabank and even uh, hopefully um, my business mentor. Speaking to business mentor, who would you say has influence inspired you the most being a mortgage broker? I think it's important in business in general and life is that we're never really recreating the wheel. So there's always someone out there, let's say mortgage specific in the, in the industry, there's always someone out there that has solved the problem you're facing. And I noticed that that gap very early in my career and I sought um, coaches right out of the gate being a brand new broker at the time. And I came across a coach, uh, his name's Ryan. Uh, I had coaching done by him. Uh, business coaching turned into business partnership, turned into friendship. And I would say the most uh, influential piece about that is that it's always important to have people that are experienced and know what you're going through because, how do I frame this? Not everyone's gonna understand the challenges you're going through. And having a coach and a mentor that's in the industry and has gone through what you're going through, it makes life a bit easier and allows you to grow your business faster. What's the best advice you think Ryan ever gave you? I think, I mean, there's been so much valuable advice uh, with Ryan and, and my other business partner, Craig. Uh, I've been fortunate to have them both in my corner, but I think what resonated with me the most with Ryan was that he was very down to earth, uh, if you talk to him, you wouldn't feel like you're talking to someone um, that was super knowledgeable and like worked at a bank suit and tie. He was just down to earth. You could relate with it. 
Um, but the number one, I think, piece of advice I got from him was that mindset is huge. Uh, so if you're not in business, and let's say you've been a trade worker before you became a first responder, you may not fully understand this concept, but um, 95% of the complications around being in sales and marketing uh, driven professions is the mindset. Mindset's a huge battle. So um, framing what you're doing and taking it from like a sales side of things to you're not actually selling. So his advice was, if you truly believe in what you're doing and what your message is, and if the people you speak to about your message will benefit from it, then you're not selling. You're just educating. And if people want to learn and reap the reward, they will. And if they don't, then they don't. They're not your people. So that was a game changer um, for me. It cleared up the mental mindset, uh, the challenge that I was having, and the, that sort of imposter syndrome that I was feeling. So that would be the most influential advice I've had from him. Since this is a bit of a shorter episode, given it's more of just learning a little bit about you, do you want to do the first responder roundup or are you saving that for your first guest? Sure, let's do it. The responder roundup is brought to you by SGS Mortgages and is six quick, personal, easy to answer questions. Okay, here we go. What is one book that you have read in the last 12 months that you would recommend? I'm a really big reader. I love reading autobiographies and business related books. So I'm going to give you two just because I have this top of mind. I just finished for the third time, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I would highly recommend that. It just is, it's real estate specific, but it's just a mindset as well. And I'm currently by, uh, reading Buy Back Your Time uh, by Dan Martell. So just about leveraging your time. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I'll give credit to uh, my co-host here for showing me <laughs> this wonderful creation. But if I had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, I think hands down, it would be a good cereal with peanut butter and banana in it. And don't knock it until you try it. Even chocolate milk, just a little chocolate no, milk in there. No. Just never heard anybody. <laughs> What's your favorite quote? I do love quotes. I have a couple on my office wall here, um, but one that resonates and it's a a mantra of my business is that simple scales and complex fails. Cool. Last TV show you binged on Netflix or Prime? I don't usually watch a lot of TV just because time is of the essence and I have so little of it. Uh, but I just finished watching We Crash. So that's the, I think it's somewhat true story of We Work, the, the shared office space story in the States. It's a pretty cool show. This one is probably harder, but your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I think we were just talking about this uh, last week, but this one might be a shocker, but I really do love the Disney movie Coco. Uh, maybe because I just really love Mexico and everything about it, but uh, Coco mm -hmm. would be one of my favorite movies of all time. Last question. What is on your nightstand at home? So definitely uh, the book I'm reading and a, a journal that I write uh, some stuff in. Uh, when I wake up and when I go to bed. But one thing that may shock you is I have to wear mouth tape at home uh, because I'm a heavy mouth breather. And my wife has instilled that I tape my mouth shut at night. So <laughs> that's one for the, the records there. Okay. Well, Do you have something to say? Thanks for having me on yeah. your very first episode. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in to the first episode of First Responder to Riches. I want to thank our co-host, Ange, for coming on here, giving us her time to help me introduce everyone to this podcast. 
Next week, we're going to get into the key considerations for first-time investors. And we'll go over, I think there's 12 of them that we want to cover. So that's all I got for you this week. Stay safe, my friends. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of First Responder to Riches. We hope you found value in this episode and ask that you click the follow button on your preferred podcast platform. And please take a minute to leave a five-star review. Your feedback and positive reviews help us reach more first responders like you who are seeking financial freedom. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, stay safe, stay inspired, and keep investing in your future.